0: Welcome to Purpose Passion Coffee. We're here with uh, me and Jay Money. um, Coming at you a little later. Not a Wednesday, it's a Friday. Been kind of busy with all the snow here in KC. Um, been amazing, but it's also a pain, but we're actually talking about mentors and is having a mentor worth it We know we talk about mentors all the time But um, if you would it mean a lot to me and jordan if you guys would rate and subscribe to the podcast It's actually kind of crazy jordan I didn't realize this but like there's a lot of podcasts that I listen to and I haven't ever like rated them But I didn't realize like me and you being a podcast host like how important rating a podcast is And so if you do find this valuable or anything like that definitely go ahead and uh and rate the podcast because it definitely means a lot to to me and jordan and just uh you know taking time to give back value and and love for other people to to hear what uh me and jordan are are giving back but hey real quick though it's always coffee man had do you have any special coffee this morning
1: you know i actually our office um we ran out of coffee late yesterday we were supposed to get a shipment in from our our provider yesterday yeah and it didn't come until this till uh about noon today so i've been um, really depleted in my caffeine intake today, so if the podcast is a little slower uh, in terms of my mind processing, everybody knows why. So right it's now up. I'm drinking a little, uh, a little kombucha. Kombucha, uh,
0: to get me through it. That's, <laughs> That's right. some good stuff, man. That's right. Yeah, I had, uh, <laughs> is kombucha does it does it taste good to you? I've had some. Some are like super like because apparently it's like really good for your health. There's a whole bunch of like microorganisms or something.
1: Yeah. It's uh it's really good for your health. I can't tell you all the science behind it, but I know it's really good, so I I drink it because it's really good. Um, but the depending on what flavor you get, some flavors are really really good, and others are are not so hot. So yeah, uh, it just kind of depends on the flavor you get. But here's a here's a wild question for you, and then we can kind of dive into this
0: this topic. Yeah, go for uh, it. So
1: I'm gonna make I'm gonna make some listeners probably upset with uh, with this question and with the answers that are gonna be <laughs> given. <clears throat> I just had some KC barbecue. I love KC barbecue. You know where I'm going with this. Yeah. Um, What is your favorite Kansas City barbecue place?
0: Dude, that, now I know why people are going to be upset at me. They're going to love or hate me <laughs> <laughs> on my answer. Thanks for throwing me out there, Jordan. Oh, yeah, gosh. Yeah, because <laughs> it's like everyone has like, okay, I like this or this better or not. But, dude, when it comes for me, like the bees knees of barbecue in Kansas City, based on memories, like overall, I think for, for me, it's it's got to be Casey Joe's, man. Like the burn ends, they're not too fatty. They have enough meat on them. They're smoked. The, the, the fries, you don't need any salt on them. They're, they're seasoned well. You know, the onion rings are, are bomb um and just like the whole you know vibe of it they have my favorite red cream soda at casey joe's and they don't have that anywhere else and so just like the combination of like you know going back to the old gas station with the kid man casey joe's bro so
1: <laughs> that's great love it man love so how I'm about big, I'm, big casey
0: yeah i'm throwing it back at you gonna so, say, so what's yeah, you
1: i'm a i'm a big casey joe's fan but i probably am gonna have to say my number one in, in kansas city which this is kind of Kind of like the, the new age kind of barbecue in Kansas Don't tell me City. it's Q39. Q thirty nine, yeah. I that
0: knew you were gonna game, say man. that, <laughs> dude. Uh you dress uh, hey, you, you dress too nice, so you have to go to Q thirty nine. That's kind of up your alley, you know. We can't always be right. like you, Jordan. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, I'd yeah, say yeah, like Q- what's your favorite thing at Q thirty nine for anyone listening? Like if they had if they're gonna go to Kansas City, if they're in Kansas City or if they're traveling to Kansas City, what is like the go to order that yeah. Jordan gets at Q thirty nine?
1: man i love pulled pork um that's probably my favorite type of barbecue the uh they've got a a on or a sandwich there that's called the triple threat it, it's like three different types of pork all in one sandwich it is unreal it's super good so uh, if you go there give a uh try out the triple threat it's it's well worth it
0: dude the name just sounds like intimidating man yeah what are you getting? Yeah. what are you getting today man i'm getting the triple threat
1: <laughs> yeah that's right baby that's right all so right. That's, that's the one to go
0: with. That's good stuff. So yeah, comment down uh, or, you know, DM me or uh, yeah. Jordan, if you're really passionate about a uh, barbecue, let us know which guys are your favorite barbecue and uh, you know, if, or if you guys want to give us some hate, we're all about that too. So uh, we'd love right. to chop it up and you know, discuss which is the best barbecue, but yeah, going into mentors, man, you want to give a kind of a, a background topic or an overview why you think this is like one of, you know, a very important thing to, to kind of realize or maybe to implement in your life.
1: Yeah, no, I think um, I love talking about this because it's something that has been super important for me in my life and my development. Not only in business, but also just developing into a man um, who who I'm called to be. Whether I'm I'm you know seeking out mentorship in becoming a better husband, you know, becoming a better uh, business leader, becoming a better you know leader in my faith, like whatever whatever aspect um, of life you're looking at improving, it is vitally important that you seek out mentorship. Um, because without it, I mean, you, you don't know what you don't know. And you're, you're just waiting for uh, kind of being reactive in your development versus proactive. So um, yeah, mentorship is, is something super important for me to receive. And then also for me to give, uh, being able to kind of on the flip side of that, give mentorship as well to people that are Um, you know, wanting to be become better in in areas that I, I tend to be pretty good at in life. So
0: yeah, no, I like that. I agree that too. Especially me being like 22, man, there's, um, there's lots of out there, whether like, they're younger, my age or or older, whatever. Like, I don't think you can ever outgrow mentorship. There's always someone older than you, maybe better than you in some area. And I think it's like wise. I've realized like I've grown the most when seeking out someone. Cause like, they give, they give insight to whether I'm, what I'm doing is, is good or whether it's like, Hey Christian, you should probably change this up. Cause this is how I failed or this is how I learned from success. And so it kind of saves you some time, which like time, I think is like the greatest commodity that humans can ever give or have. And so it's like, you know, if time is, if, is the greatest commodity, then like, how can you use that? How can you utilize that um, in the best way? And that definitely comes from having mentors in my life for sure, man.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, when I think of, when I think of mentorship, this is something that's really unique. So um, I am uh, actually moving into a a new title with our company. Um becoming the chief strategy officer. So I know titles are titles there, you know, whatever, what is, what does the chief strategy officer
0: mean? Call you chief Jordan.
1: Uh, Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Chief, uh, chief J money. So, um, but with, uh, with, with that has come some interesting challenges now that I'm moving into ownership with the company and I'm purchasing, you know, a part of that um, is I'm, you know, I'm only 28 years old, Um, you know, moving into ownership and leading our company, having to lead, um, people that are a little, that are more seasoned in, in life than me that have more experiences. Um, you know, when I look at our leadership team as a whole, uh, uh, our average, I'm the oldest one on our leadership team right now. Um, there's not a lot of, of age with the uh, people that are in our, our company because we're so young and we're, we're a rapidly growing business. Um, you know, we're a, a top nationally ranked fastest growing business uh, in the country. So mm-hmm. when, I uh, I took our leadership team to a event. Um, it's been a few weeks ago now, and John Maxwell was presenting. Uh, we were fortunate enough to be in the kind of early VIP session, so we went and uh, there were a a you know small room full of business leaders in this in this meeting. And towards the end of his time with with us, uh, we were allowed to ask him you know personal questions. So. I got to get up and talk to one of my, you know, favorite people in the leadership, uh, John Maxwell, and I asked him a question, um, you know, I, I said, we're, we're a really young com- uh, company, and we have very young leaders, and so what can we as leaders, what can we do um, in order to help lead and motivate our people uh, who, are, who are young as well, and his, his response was really unique. I thought he was going to say, well, you know, you've got to give... Uh, Like a really encouraging or energetic speech, you know, at the very beginning of the week to get everybody fired up to make a lot of sales or you've got to, you know, I I was thinking of like all of these motivating factors or training or something like that, that we would need to be doing regularly to help keep our people engaged. But his answer was super unique. And here's what he said. He said, um, one of the best teachers is experience. But if it was only experience that people needed in order to become really good at their job or really good at leading, then every single person that's over the age of 80 would be the best leader in the world.
0: Hmm.
1: But it's not just experience that's the best teacher, it's experience married with evaluation. And hmm. so if you don't, if you're not evaluating your experience consistently. Um, and implementing changes or or implementing things that you learned by that evaluation, then um, it's worthless. The experience is worthless. Yeah. So he he related that, and here's the part that was really unique that I loved that he talked about. He said, um, because you guys are so young, you should go and have leadership lunches. You should go and um, meet with someone that's older than you, that's wiser than you that um, does you know, uh, leadership maybe in a specific way better than you and ask them a bunch of questions, learn from them, get, ask them really good questions on how to lead people, what uh, stories they can share and experiences that they've had that they've learned from. And you gain all this insight from this, uh, from this lunch and then as a group come together and talk about the things that you learned during that lunch. So not only are we, because we're young and we don't have the experience, we're gonna go out and learn experience from someone else. And then when we learn that experience from someone else, we then can collectively come together and share those ideas so that we're all learning and exponentially increasing the experiences that we're able to learn from because we're all, each one of us, going and learning from other people that are older and wiser. So I, I absolutely loved that answer that he gave. Yeah. Nothing to do with, with motivating the people or, or giving those, those you know, energetic speeches, but it was all about us becoming better leaders so that we can learn how to better motivate people when we ourselves are increasing our leadership. Yeah. makes sense.
0: Oh yeah. It makes total sense. I love that. I, I, I think everyone always talks about experience, get experience, you know, you know, big Gary V is always like, yo, don't go to like, there's so much more experience out there than rather than just college, like go experience the world. But I think you're taking a next step. You're taking the next step to evaluate is it like how you are, how are you applying that experience? Is it working for you? Is it not, you know, or can you hone in on that 1% that does well, right? I think successful people don't, you know, they go out the all like the 10, 15, 20, 30, 40 different million things. They go on like the one thing that they're really good at and they go hard on that. And it's like evaluating, you know, this experience. And then what is one thing that you can hone in that you can do really well at and and grow in, and then you can, you know, teach that and replicate that. I really love that now because I think being my, this young I think I I do always think about experience like that's great I think you can always get experience from from anywhere but I think sometimes like you know experience is experience you learn experience so much you experience so much in your day-to-day that it's important to evaluate you know like to really understand like okay is this worth it applying because there's a lot of other people and I think me and you both agree Jordan like teaches your own there's gonna be a lot of stuff that I can take away that you're not gonna be able to use and there's gonna be a lot of things that you're gonna take away that I'm not gonna be able to use so maybe, I think that's, maybe that's what kind of John Maxwell was, was thinking about too, is like, you know, you got to apply it to, to certain things in your life. Um, but yeah, if you want to add anything too, but I kind of want to, this is a question too, is like looking up to you. So some, to say there's someone out there and they want to like have those lunches, right? You talked about getting around those people. How would someone like a, a younger person or someone who's trying to find a mentor, what's the best way to approach like you, like, Hey, you know. I'm young. I want to approach Jordan. I want to, you know, take, you know, maybe you're not know, to lunch. I want to, I want to learn from him, but like, how do you best approach someone like you who's higher, who's busy, you know, who's, who's, who's kind of, kind of farther out there where it's harder to reach out to them.
1: Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, I mean, one of the best ways to get connected with uh, someone you want to learn from is by being in, being in the similar you know, places that they go. So if you know that they are um, really involved in their church, you know, maybe try going to their church and meeting them and, you know, meeting them in a social shul- or in a social environment where you can, you know, exchange contact information or, you know, tell them that you want to take them out to lunch, tell them that you want to, uh, you think that you'd be able to really learn a lot from them. And for somebody like me, because I'm someone that really values giving, um, uh, or helping someone gain value or to step into, you know, their potential, I love being able to meet with people and talk about growth or business or, you know, share insight or mistakes that I've made um, that I that I've learned from, that I can help them not make the same yeah. mistakes. So for me, you know, having someone come up and, and just ask me if I could go to lunch, um, or grab coffee before work one day, while I have a really, really busy schedule, I hold those types of meetings really valuable and something that uh, Maxwell actually talks about a lot is um, don't just go into the meeting into meetings like that if you get if you get a meeting with somebody that um, is really experienced or someone that's super successful you better not come into that meeting with like two or three questions (laughs) because that is a waste of that person's time yeah you you need to do your research you need to have pages of questions that you wanna ask. And the, what you get is when, when someone's able to give you um, information or when someone's able to give you insight on life or business or leadership or whatever it is, and you um, have a three pages worth of questions and all the mentor, or the, the successful person has to give you is you know an hour of their time and you're only five questions deep in your 20 question list. Guess what that leader's probably gonna want to do with you. He's probably, probably gonna want to, yeah. yeah, he's probably gonna want to reschedule a time so that he can help continue to answer more answer more of your questions. Um, one of the most uh, fulfilling things for a leader is to give insight or to give feedback to someone that's that's looking for it and to see the application of that taking place. People mm-hmm. want to be valued people want to have um, influence um, in other people's life like that is that's a big deal for a lot of leaders so if they can see that and they're seeing that you're taking initiative and you're asking really thought-provoking very deep questions whenever you do have that meeting with them um, I'm, I'm I'm telling you you'll you'll continue to get those meetings with that pr- particular individual if you show up and you're worth your salt
0: yeah not like that's good stuff it's like um, coming prepared and knowing that that's how you, as as you're being a mentor to someone like like me, it's like that's how you know that I'm taking it serious because your time is is very valuable. Um and you know, and I think it's remember we had that we got that lunch one time. Um, where do we go? Was it uh was it where do we go a couple weeks ago? We talked about uh, goals. Martin City and, Bird. Yeah, Martin City. But I, I remember I was probably annoying you, but I had all these questions I was asking you. It was like, Hey, like, you know, I remember like coming to Jordan, I had certain questions in mind already to ask, and I already had goals on a tablet. I brought in my iPad, and I already had things like, you know, I was taking was being serious. And and that reminded me too, like a story, like just a couple of days ago. I was, a, you know, I do snow removal for the, for the company. That's why we're doing this podcast on a Friday, not Wednesday. Cause it's crazy times. But, um, this, they had this young 13 year old just kind of helped me, um, shovel my driveway and, uh, he's just shoveling my driveway. And then he asked, you know, I said, Hey, um, would you want to, you know, help me out or whatever on the next day? I've got snow removal. Would you want to come work with my company? Next thing you know, Jordan, like the next morning, you know, he calls my number. He's already at my doorstep waiting for me, wanting to work. He's putting the effort that I know, Hey, this guy is serious about wanting to work not only that inside of the car, Jordan, he's 13 years old. He's asked me questions like, Hey, what's your daily routine look like? What, what, what do you do in the day? Like, you know, what does business look like as as you like, how was college for you? Like, what is the podcast? Can I sit in on a podcast? And like, that's like being like, for, that was amazing. You know, I love that because this kid's 13. I'm, I'm only 22, but I feel like you can be a mentor or some sort of, um, helper in anyone's life at any age. You know, I don't, think you should discount whatever how old you are there's always something you can give back and so that was just really cool kind of going to make mentors is able to be a kind of a a little mentor to him and he was just yeah just pumped ask me all these questions he's reminding me of me you know at 13 14 asking a whole bunch of people and stuff like that so it just shows you like Mm -hmm. mentorship whether you're 50 whether you're 28 22 or 13 looking for a mentor or being a mentor it is it's it's so important
1: yeah yeah man i think about um Kind of hitting on the point that I was talking about earlier, um, where if, if we just allow our experiences, or our circumstances to be our teacher, um, we're only relying on our reactivity to those circumstances, rather than if we have a mentor and they can share those experiences with us, the things that they've learned, the steps that they should have taken, or um, the insight that they can infuse into our life, now we can be more proactive, we can grow quicker and go further than that particular mentor. And it only helps us be able to, to um, achieve the dreams or the goals that we have in our life. And so why would we not want to gain that insight from somebody? Why would we not want to meet up with um, you know a someone that's you know more successful in a particular area of life than what we are? And I think it's just it's always super important to be able to do that, Um, but then on the, again, on the flip side of that, I think it's super important to also uh, be giving, you know, advice, be giving value by, um, you know, talking with people about different things that you've learned or different areas in your life that uh, you've gained insight from, (laughs) and one of the best analogies that I love for this uh, is the Dead Sea. Why Why do they call it the Dead Sea?
0: People, cause there's nothing living in it. Right. Just that's
1: right. That correct. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. There's nothing, there's nothing living in it. I mean, you can literally go there and it's so, um, uh, of course I'm going to totally screw up the scientific name of this, but there's just a ton of salt. To yeah. That. And so like you could, you can literally like, you can't sink, like you can go in there and you're just going to float no yeah. matter how you have to like try to swim that's, that's to crazy. the bottom of the, of the sea. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. But it the reason why it's, it is like that is because there's, river, a river that constantly feeds the sea, but nothing is ever poured out. Mm. So if you think about that in our lives, if we're continuing, always receiving value, if we're always receiving life, if we're only receiving, um, you know, benefits or, um, you know, different tricks or things that we can do to improve our life, but we're never pouring out, we're never giving any value to anybody else. Um, eventually that's going to kill our significance. Mm. We're not going to live a significant life if we're only taking value and never giving value. Uh, Because if we begin to give value, if you like think about it as, as like a multiplication factor, someone is giving you value. You then can go and give multiple people value and that one person's little tiny piece of value that they were able to, to instill in you or to invest into you, you now are able to go and multiply your significance uh, by gaining that insight or that value from someone else. So it's super important to find somebody that you can mentor come alongside to help them step you know, into their potential.
0: Yeah, no, that's a great analogy with the, with the Dead Sea. Um, like just thinking about like something that's actually tangible, it's actually real, here today. Like you can actually go visit the Dead Sea and like it, a lot of things pour into it, but it doesn't, it doesn't support life. It doesn't give significance really, you know, it can't do anything. Cause it's not, give, it's not letting the, the Dead Sea is not pouring out to anything. Um, and so it's like, kind of like in your life too, it's, you know, when you are giving back, you know, when, when someone does ask, like, if you give, give advice or insider and a mentorship to someone, people ask, Hey, where did you get this advice from? It's like, Oh, I got it from Jordan or I got it from Christian or I got it from, you know, so-and-so. And like all the, you, you go back to the multiplication part where you're talking about like people remember that and you do build a legacy. And I think as a natural human being, like if you want to build something great, it doesn't start with addition. It starts with multiplication. That's how the most successful right. people do it. They multiply uh, a business method. They multiply, you know, they multiply a communication skill that they're able to utilize. You look at the Ford Motors, you look at back to, you know, uh, is it Henry? Is it Harris? No, Henry Ford. Yeah, Henry Ford. Um, going back to the Ford Motors, building that like by one man, he wouldn't have he would have built a limited amount of cars, but by having a a system where he can utilize to make multiple cars and teach people and build something, now Ford's one of the biggest car companies in the world, you know? And so I was like, I don't think that's a coincidence. And I think, you know, that comes from giving back and uh and, and mentors. And really it seems like we're some we're summarizing like it's n- it's never a bad thing to have a mentor. You know, I I think I think honestly if I didn't have a mentor, I think I have to look at like my pride you know, I probably wouldn't be humble enough to find, to humble myself underneath someone to be like, you know what? Hey, I don't know it all. You know, I don't, you know, I, and I never will. And always like striving to learn. I mean, is there, as this guy, I love this kind of story back and back talk. Is there like a story, tangible story where you're like, you remember like a mentor saying something and you saw it like tangibly work out in your life, whether maybe, you know, someone in Apollo, maybe it's somewhere else, spiritual, it doesn't really matter. Just anything.
1: Uh, man. Yeah, that's, that's a, that's a big, that's a pretty broad one. I think I'm coming, I can think of a ton of different examples uh, of, um, of a lot of mentorship that I've seen in my life, um, I would say the the ones that have that have impacted me the most, or that I've seen the biggest impact on, um, would probably be uh, like through my faith. Uh, you know, faith is something that's really important to me. Um, you know, being a follower of Jesus and helping kind of multiply that uh, in my life is something that's really important. And I think about a lot of the uh, some of the conversations that um, I have seen a lot of my really good friends have, uh, with other people that are, you know, kind of investigating the faith or trying to learn more about the faith. And I can remember one specifically, uh, this, this guy, um, who I will, I will not use names. Um, but this guy, this one really, really uh, good friend of mine. He was really curious about how to, cause he was kind of newer to his faith he's kind of newer to that experience and um, he went to he came he actually came to me and asked me a, a, several different questions about um, you know how to pursue his girlfriend in a any way that would be uh, glorifying to God and so um, I, w- I was married I had just gotten married at the time And so we got to have this really cool conversation about what my relationship looked like before, uh, my wife and I, Kelly got, Kelly and I got married and kind of some of the things that we did and some of the things that we had to protect ourselves against so that we could, you know, continue to glorify God, but also grow in our relationship and, you know, continue to, to fall in love and, and, you know, uh, continue to make strides towards towards marriage. And there were some spe- very specific things that I told them you know, it's that's super important to uh, make sure that your mind is in control um, you know as you are dating this person. You don't allow your emotions to outweigh uh, your mind because the, the moment your emotions begin to outweigh your mind, then um, you're dealing with a lot heavier subject matter than if you're just allowing your mind to make the decisions or uh, the types of things that you do. So it was a, it was a really interesting conversation, but he began to use, uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm somebody that, um, things can be very black and white for me. So, uh, if I try and operate in the gray, um, I get lost a lot of times. (laughs) So I told him, man, like it's for me, like, it's very black and white. It's you either have to do it this way. Uh, Or else if you operate in the gray, you're going to find yourself in a dangerous place. So he, he, he followed what I said, and then now they're engaged. uh, They're going to get married soon. um, And they've, they've been really glorifying God in their, in their relationship. So I've seen some things play out like really tangibly, um, like spiritually in my faith. And then, you know, every single day, I mean, our guys are incredible here at Apollo, our leaders, Uh, they're constantly adding value, constantly mentoring, constantly training, uh, the the individuals in our company. Uh, and so our leaders are intentionally infusing that mentorship, you know, into our culture and, mm. and developing our, our guys and, and our guys are really receptive of that as well. So I think it's incredibly important, you know, when you're thinking about a company in a company's perspective, to always be um, living out your mentorship. Uh, so don't just be talking the talk, but you're walking the walk too, mm. uh, because that provides credibility to the people that you're mentoring or that you're pouring into um, and the moment that you be begin to do that and you're holding yourself to the same standard or the same accountability then uh, you really can begin to see that exponential growth that multiplication factor uh, that we talked about within your organization so it's uh, it's been really fun to watch the leaders growth um, in our company because it has uh, drastically impacted uh, the agents you know growth in our company as well
0: Yeah, no, that's great, Jordan. I mean, that's, there's a lot of, you know, um, great points that you made going back to the spiritual uh, mentorship with that. It's like you said, don't let, you know, let your emotions overtake your, your mindset. And like, that's that's anything in life, especially obviously in faith, but in business, it's like, you're going to have times where it's going to get hard or you're going to get discouraged and you can't let your emotions say, I'm going to quit, you know? you know, what's the point of having a mentor, I don't need accountability, you know, like, I'm not gonna be able to do this. It's like, man, your mindset is always gonna be one of the most important things, you know, to really look at it, um, practically, um, the big picture, having a great perspective rather than your emotions, because emotions come and go, man, they can be very fleeting. And they're not always the most reliable thing. So I love that. Uh, for me personally, like spiritually, that's probably one of the best things too. It's like, that's my anchor, right? Like, I think when you have, because like, my faith is a big thing, it gives me my purpose. So it's like, that's how I see the lens through everything especially for business. It's like when I realize, like when I'm being mentored and and I have a great mentor of mine that's a, um, you know, and he always tells me like so so many great things. He's like, hey man, you, you know, your purpose and like who you are as a person always have that eternal perspective. And it's crazy. He's always right. It always filters in with my daily life. It always filters in my business. It always filters in my relationships, going back to my anchor. And that wouldn't have happened. Like I wouldn't have been where I'm at if I didn't have a mentor in my life to like say, Hey, here's the things that that I could have done better, but I want to teach you otherwise. So you can have a more successful time in your twenties and your thirties, whatever age you are. Um, and then bro, it's not a coincidence that your business is, is one of the top growing businesses, like without with, with, you know, you guys are mentoring people. You're a- actively pursuing leadership and, you know, putting a mentorship in a big way. You literally went to John Maxwell. You talked to the man himself Like guys. If you're listening to this, like, you know, Jay money is not just going back. He's not just talking the talk. He's walking the walk. Like He's actually doing it. You know, he's 28. Um, you know, you, you could be, Some people could be out there like Jordan could be like 28 and like, you know what, you know, I built a pretty successful business, you know, you know, I'm making six figures and above, you know, driving nice, have, have a house, good car, you know, wife and I don't need mentorship anymore. Like, I don't need that. I'm, I'm good. I got it. But he's not, he's, he's finding ways to be better. He, you know, he's even getting on a podcast with me. He's humbling himself to get on podcasts with me and to give back value. And so, yeah. So I would just say, man, yeah, definitely. like You know what Jay Money's saying is definitely accurate, and he's not only just talking; he's walking it. Um, so I just find that great stuff, man. That's that's a that's a real mentor for sure, man. So I just appreciate you, you know, coming on for sure.
1: Yeah. No, thank you for that. I really appreciate that, man. It's. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. It is. Um, it is refreshing to see your passion um, and to see how intentional you are um, with this podcast and with uh, the people that you're leading, man, it's, uh, it's been super encouraging. So um, again, just kind of elevating you um, and pouring, um, you know, some encouragement into your cup, Uh, man, just uh, keep doing what you're doing because it's, it's been fun to watch. And I know that the people out there that are listening are, getting a ton of insight from you so keep it up
0: yeah i appreciate bro thank you thank you for the love yeah guys so again make sure you rate the podcast do it make if it's five stars that would be that'd be awesome um hopefully we can get to like you know we want to get to 50 ratings that'd be amazing for us that's one of our goals for me and jordan but with saying that jordan do you want to close us out on the podcast for today
1: Yeah. Yeah, guys. Um, Thank you so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. It means a lot to us. Uh, And just to kind of piggyback off what Christian said earlier, um, we receive a ton of uh, satisfaction and purpose and significance when you guys give us that positive feedback, that positive reinforcement or shoot, if you have some, uh, some other kind of feedback that might be considered negative man, we're looking to improve. So um, we would love anything that you guys would, would have to offer us as far as feedback goes. Uh, but with the airing of this uh, episode, we hope that this episode meets you where you're at and challenges you to step into your excellence.